you know what's kind of funny is how every gay guy cannot sit straight. Not straight, but like cannot sit like normally. What normally is? I can't think straight. <laughs> but we're both sitting here right now with crisscross applesauce. We, yeah, we both looked over at each other and we were like, are you kidding me? Right. Yeah. I do that in the car too. I like highlight my feet like literally at the ceiling of the room. Literally, my leg would be like up behind my ears and then I'm like, oh. are, oh, we, are we surprised? We're not surprised at all. Uh, but welcome back to Versatility episode next. <laughs> it's it's just a number. Age is just a number. Right, right. Um, we missed you guys though. Yeah, it's been a whole long time. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's probably been two or three weeks. Yeah, sure. Whatever. But how have you been? What have you been up to? How's Musty, your horse? I've been great. Musty has also been great. Thank you for asking. Um, actually, horseback riding is fun. Sometimes it gets to be a bit too much because it's, what, like eight hours a week? I can't only take so much. I could I'm, a fake, I'm a fake horse boy. I'm not made right. for this. Yeah. <laughs> but besides that, just like doing schoolwork, trying to work out almost every day and limit the amount of 3 a.m. door dashes that I go through with. Yeah, I feel that. I, I have been eating out a lot recently um, because I'm lazy as hell to cook. But I've been, uh, yeah, a little update with myself. Uh, I have a new boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't. Excuse me? <laughs> I wish. No, I don't wish. Um, JK, no cap. LOL. Hashtag Facts. Hashtag. <laughs> we should bring back hashtags. I feel like that's kind of fun. Like hashtag, no cap. Hashtag. You bring that back. I will. Bring I that will back. be observing. You bring that back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been hashtag doing yoga. I've been hashtag reading a lot of more books and hashtag. He's a scholar and living life. <laughs> it, I will admit. Like, those are all awesome things. But this is, like, a weird transition time for both of us. I mean, like, you, especially now that you're, like, graduated. But, like, we're both trying to find things to fill our time. I have a lot of vacant time. I just drink pretty much every day. I'm like, oh, my God, a bottle of wine sounds right, great right now at noon. Well, and it's not even always our idea. It's like if one of our friends is like, oh, I'm free for the rest of the day. I'm like, perfect. Happy hours are, like, available. Yeah, yeah. Or... It's that simple. Like, oh, so watch Sunset. I'm like, yeah, I'll bring a vodka soda. <laughs> it's like, we could just watch Sunset and be normal people, but that will not... Like, add a happen. little bit of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the flavor? <laughs> no, but it is... It's kind of like a... I find myself being bored here and there like I'm always like okay roomies like what are we doing next and they're always like Daniel we have work like we have school <laughs> I'm like oh like wait uh, but it's okay like I, I enjoy this like off time that I'm having because I feel like the when I start working my 9 to 5 I'm going to be stressed beyond belief and like people think I have a lot of gray hair right now and I feel like right when I uh, start working at my accounting job that I'm going to be having 10 times as much gray hair silver fox so, question mark question mark yeah, I get, I've been told that, like, or I've been asked, uh, Daniel, like, do you, like, dye your hair? Or, Daniel, do you, like, why do you, like, go gray? I'm like, it's not a choice. <laughs> Nor do I, like, go out, like, asking for, like, gray hair dye. I'm like, okay, like, come on, like, let's be real. Make it a trend. I don't I don't dye my hair either. I'm a natural blonde. Natural, okay. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, no comment. I'm say not gonna, it, no, say it. Be, okay, yeah, rude. maybe we don't <laughs> say it on air. Uh, but, yeah, we're both just very, like, hyperactive people I'd say Very I mean much. swimming for X amount of years among other things has made us like always have to be somewhere at some time and so now that we have way less structure we're kind of like what the hell are mm. we doing yeah trying to find other ways to fill your day besides like the screen time mm -hmm. screen agers screen agers uh, but yeah 
this is so random, but it's fresh in my mind because it literally happened yesterday. So this, actually it was his mom, but he messaged me on LinkedIn and messaged my roommate on Facebook about how her son, th this family is from Tennessee. Her son is an incoming freshman into college. Mm -hmm. His top school is Cal Poly. He got in and everything. Yay. He's a swimmer. Me. Yes. <laughs> Us. Us. <laughs> um, there we go. And um, did we mention he's also gay? So like very similar to us and i have a feeling like the way she worded it he's already out so like that's where we kind of us two differ from him a little bit mm -hmm. but she was asking me for advice and like i was telling that's her awesome. to tell her son to like reach, reach out, out to both to us. of us yeah Let's have a face i'm gone that'd be cool dead ass yeah i think could you imagine like i don't know like picturing ourselves as freshmen like having some sort of like a mentor or just like as a not a mentor but like as a friend who's like older and like kind of experienced the whole entire thing would have been like life-changing seriously like a huge like turn of events essentially mm -hmm. and it's like not even just like an older person you know that's gay it's like someone that literally went to cal poly swam mm -hmm. is gay like that's all we are it's just swimmers who are gay we're the blueprint <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all you need to know about us but i thought it was really cool that like here we are prepping to literally walk out the door of cal poly and everything yeah and this guy's like stepping through the door and then we'll, we'll hang the baton to him quite yeah yeah literally we should make we'll the pass down the crown of like head gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should do something. That'd be kind of funny. Is like sort of tradition at like the Muslim team, or if, if there's ever like someone who is like a part of the LGBT community, like you just like hand them like some sort of like. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what is that thing that like queens carry? It's like a. Uh, it's not a baton. No, it's, it's a, like a. Oh a, my god! What is it called? A scepter. Sure, that sounds right. I feel like it's right. That could be so wrong. A sword. Scepter. A gay sword. But we'll yeah, because there's like paper plate awards and like little like mm -hmm. award necklaces and stuff. So we should start one. Here, yeah, we start like outing people. <laughs> That'd be awful. No, like it'd be awesome if they're out and like just have this little tradition going. Yeah. Normalize it. Normalize being a homo. Um, with that being Period. said, let's play the intro song and let's get into the meat of the podcast. Let's roll. Let's roll. San Francisco, where's my disco? <laughs> Great starting point. Speaking of... Let's start there. Okay. San Francisco, the gay capital of the world. What an awesome, cool, lovely city. It's super, like, rural and, like, low-key, and there's, like, not that many people there. I heard there's, like, a bridge. I heard, yeah. It's, like, red? Or something, yeah. <laughs> Bronze, maybe? We're so fucking annoying. And yeah. somewhat tipsy, per usual. Shocker, we decided to make ourselves a drink during the intro song break. So <laughs> the whole seven seconds we ran to get a vodka soda. Seven seconds, twenty minutes. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. But yeah, we're both moving up to San Francisco quite shortly. I've been having friends ask me, like, oh where, where are you living? What are you doing? I'm like, relax, John B. Like, I have no idea. Nor it is I like really it's out. a lot of pressure like being famous and when like people always are asking you like what you're up to, what's the next step? Like <laughs> It's hard to always just have, have answers on the spot, right. but... We should just, like, make an Ask, ask FM and, like, have people just submit questions yeah. constantly. Like, enough with, like, this constant rep re um, repetition of, like, answering everyone's questions. Like, I'm going to say it once. Hopefully the tabloids pick it up. Yeah, get like, your notebook ready and don't the, ask again. Daily Mail, like, Snapchat, like... We're like Nati Nikita Dragon when she, like, walks into, like, a, a restaurant and she has, like, no mask. Except, yeah, we wear our mask. Except we're like Nikita Dragon except we actually wear our mask because <laughs> we respect other people and their health and safety. Um, but moving on, we actually do want to talk about SF as, like, an overriding theme because 
we are moving there to be mentioned, but there are a lot of things that we're like currently, you know, working on like housing. Um, I will speak for myself and say that today I bought a day pass for outside lands. Daniel I, cannot say the same. Okay. Well, first of all, I feel attacked. And second of all, that page was just a, a shit show. Like, I don't know. I, I was so close to getting it every single time, but then it just like somehow glitched. Anyways, I'm going to move on. I'll be fine. I'll buy it for like a thousand percent overpriced whatever support local businesses yeah support local drug dealers who like will spend that money to buy molly mm-hmm. well no okay i sounded like such an asshole when i said that we Complete were asshole all, oh <laughs> thanks all of our friends this morning were on this the outside lands website you know the whole queue if you've ever like bought tickets for a festival or anything it's literally like the worst thing on planet earth it's but awesome. it's stressful and i'm bad at technology so for me it's even like more of a spiral but somehow i did land a ticket and Daniel will land another one. And if you are going to Outside Lands, we will see you there, I guess. Hopefully. If not, I'll find myself at a rooftop bar overlooking the park and. You'll find yourself on, in this bar. Oh, sip on an espresso martini, crying as all my friends are having fun without me. It'll just be like a different way to experience That's the weekend, yeah. yeah. It's also Halloween weekend, which I don't know, gays and their Halloween I know, festivities. Be, I know. I don't know what I would even dress up as. Something like kind of iconic. I would hope. Don't <laughs> let me down. If you watch the show Elite, it's about like a Spanish boarding school and it's a bunch of like sexy ass actors and actresses. And did I mention I studied abroad in Spain? So it's like one of my favorite shows. But they're coming out with a new season this summer that I'm obsessed with. It's also like a very LGBT progressive show. Like there are gay relationships in it and it's just a very like modern show. Regardless. That is what I think my Halloween costume is going to be, is like the elite school uniform, but make it sexy. We have like six months until Halloween. Oh, the planning starts now. You start ordering stuff off Amazon. That's the key. (laughs) You can't wait till like mid-October. We love a good theme party though. Like speaking of like dressing up, I feel like every every time we have a party or like have a hangout or a birthday party or something, we always are like, what is the theme? Because it's kind of boring just to dress up as yourself. Like, I'm boring as a person. I need someone to, like, emulate. Yeah, inspire us uh, somehow. But, yeah, what we're talking about, like, San Francisco and, like, how we're probably not going to live with each other because we hate each other. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we actually had this... Hey, your words, not mine. Right. No. We had this, this discussion a few days ago uh, just along the lines of, like, how we... I think it's best. I think this is an important conversation to have with your friends. Like, you don't need to do everything together. It's important to have your own space, and it's important to, like, be your own self. And we don't want to get annoyed with each other. Like, that'd be, it'd be awful for the podcast, awful for our brand. <laughs> we don't want to, like, disappoint you guys over anything. No, but, okay, what we're getting at here is, like, we had a conversation X amount of days ago, and we, like, broke through a lot of stuff together, which was awesome. And I think that it's, a like, a very important conversation for any friends to have, but specifically, like gay friends gay best friends because there's a lot of unspoken stuff and like i don't know it's it's made weirder in terms of like the fact that like we're both gay so there is the potential for us to be attracted to each other versus like when straight girls are best friends like there's nothing there etc yeah and people constantly ask us like oh have you and dante ever done this or have you and dante ever dated and i'm like and it's just really not anybody's like business to like ask our personal things i mean uh me friend zoning dante once once again it's it happens every episode. It's like a concept I'm just, thing. Every time we start recording, I'm like, okay, when is he going to throw <laughs> it in here? Oh, no. Uh, but piggybacking off of what you were saying, like, we understand that people are curious about it because they don't know a lot of gay guys and they, 
it's like fun and foreign and like they might think of it as just like conversation filler but there are some questions that we get asked a lot i always think of it as like if you wouldn't ask a straight person like what you and blank person did during a hookup like why do you just expect us to spill our guts because we're gay like Mm -hmm. right it's always like this like whole like double-sided essentially conversation um like you said earlier like we don't want to be looked at as like some sort of like science experiment and like that we're like this whole like different breed you know or like an anime character that you just get to like learn about yeah like we're not in your hit like in some science book like let's let's uh dissect a gay boy and see what's happening i feel like they used to do that like i'm sure to try and figure out what was different about them right anyways anyways we're getting sidetracked yeah but we had this really good conversation, like a breakthrough conversation, I'd say, discussing a lot of things. We kind of both determined that it would be for the best if we both lived separately in San Francisco. I've heard so many horror stories of like best friends living together and then they were like, oh, then they like hated each other and like they never talked again. Like, mm-hmm. where's the fun in that? Like, I don't need to like watch Dante like clean up or like make dinner every day, you know? Like, there's like things that we can like separate. I don't want Daniel to be, like, watching me mop the floors <laughs> and, like, taking out the trash. Like, that's not a good look for me. Right, but, right. no, and I've had amazing, awesome, life-changing roommate experiences, and I've had pretty shitty, <laughs> also life-changing, but in a different kind of way, roommate experiences. So, yeah, I mean, the part about this whole conversation we had that excites me the most is that it gives us both the opportunity to branch off and like develop our own circles and then we get to introduce our circles exactly yeah and that, I think that's how we've kind of had our whole college experience be like that like we've always been having like kind of different circles and then we like you just said like we've been together mm-hmm. being so repetitive I'm thinking of like Jenna and Jack like I have well we have this friend yeah Jenna for example I was with them first okay okay um but Daniel met her in the dorms and yeah and Jack lived across the hall from me yeah and then Jenna's from the town over from me back home, so I had like heard of her, yada yada. But and then we went abroad together, and so now we're very close. And Daniel and her are very close. And she's actually shout out moving to San Francisco as well. Yeah, there's a lot of people that we know that are moving up there, and that's I think that's gonna be a, a lot of fun just to have that somewhat of like a home feel, if you would say. Like we we kind of went to talk, we like went to college with these people, and it's great to see a familiar face out there. And, like, grabbing lunch and drinks and having, like, new friends will be really exciting. Totally. It just adds to that sense of community. Mm -hmm. Because I think the transition is so big. Like, bigger than the high school to college transition even. Yeah, we're going to be, like, like really, like, independent out there. Like, I'm not asking mommy and daddy for bailouts anymore. Unless I need to. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but... Unless we wake up in prison and we have one phone call, then I don't know. Yeah, I got their phone phone number memorized. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, the, like, the whole idea of like buying new pots and pans and decorating and buying a couch and like doing like these things that I never thought I'd be excited about. It's kind of like, it's, I don't know, cool. It is really cool. I was lately thinking about like in the past, I've bought my friends like candy or like Takis and like a card or maybe flowers and a candle or something for their birthday and or like a jokey t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But it's like now, okay, for my friend's birthday, am I going to buy them like a side table <laughs> or like cups like silverware an air fryer like something that's usable right. for them in their like young adult life get me a toaster I'd love a good toaster okay you get the easy bake oven like the Barbie yeah, easy bake oven like shitty ass cookies uh huh uh, no but it's all exciting like decorating I don't know it's it's all really cool but again like prices in San Francisco are gonna be 
crazy. Sheesh. So, I have heard though. We've talked about this too before, but like rents are, I think, in general, going down a little bit because of the panty. So right, panty. <laughs> It's funny when people call it like a panini or like a panoramic or just like other things. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, it's not a pizza. It's a pandemic. This is a serious matter. No, but I do like the jokes also. Yeah. Um, I think I'm most excited to move to San Francisco because I've like been, I grew up in the area, but never in the city. And so the coolest thing to ever happen in Livermore was like the honey and wine festival for one weekend over summer. You have some cool wineries around your neighborhood. I think that's like, like Orange County is filled with like, it just goes from like, just city to city to city to city to city. Like there's no like real like area to like go wine tasting unless you're doing like Temecula. That is, that is very valid. Livermore is a great place. I'm not here to like shit on it, but living in the heart of such an awesome active city, there's always something to be looking forward to. Or I'm to like, run into. Right. I'm excited for like just going to comedy shows or going to like gay bars or like going to um, drag shows. Like that's like just like things like mm-hmm. that. Like to be more a part of the like the community and to put myself out there more and to like go to the gym and like be able to flirt with guys or to walk down the street and be able to hold a hand like with a guy is like something that I have not yet experienced. And I think being in such a progressive city will give us that opportunity to grow. I feel the same way. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. To think about. Yeah. I was, um, before I like made the decision to move up there, I was like contemplating that or LA, like which area would probably fit mm-hmm. me best. I mean, I don't think there's a wrong way to go. Essentially now, like I don't, I'm, I know so little about both, but I think San Francisco is going to give us like that whole like culture shot that I'm kind of looking for and to really just like find myself being uncomfortable and to be able to grow. Mm-hmm. I also agree like, it's a it's a medium sized city. It's not like a massive city. I feel like LA is a, a much bigger mm-hmm. bubble, but yeah, enough change to where we feel like we're growing and like experiencing new things and kind of scared shitless, but right. at the same time still comfortable and yeah. like looking forward to every day. I know it was crazy. Um, <clears throat> kind of like it, some girl just reached out to me from back from or a girl and a guy actually both reached out to me from high school and I was like kind of like talking about like how it's kind of already been eight years since I've met them. Like I met them freshman year of high school and like I'm about to graduate college. And like that whole eight years, so many things have happened. And like to, it's crazy to think about how the next eight years are going to be just as life-changing and just as probably crazier and scarier than ever. I would say more life-changing, more transformative because I always do this too. I'll like think back to a memory and let's say it was like senior year of high school. I'm like, oh damn, I remember it so vividly and it was four years ago. Imagine everything that will change in the right. next four years. It's so exciting. It's, yeah, I know. And it's somewhat depressing. I was, again, having this conversation with a friend where she was like, yeah, like once you turn like 21, like that's your kind of last major birth year and then like 22, 23, 24, 25 are just not as exciting as in terms of like a big celebration. But in my eyes, I feel like that's even more, like, I think it's even cooler that how like we're evolving and like less so much about like the huge party and rather than, like being able to experience something different and something probably even more magical. It's like less of a build up to a specific day. I'm a huge birthday guy. Like 27 matters as much to me as 21 mm-hmm. did, but I understand what you're saying. It's like building yourself a routine and a life that you don't need a vacation from. You're not like waiting yeah. months down the line for this one day to happen. Yeah. So that is one of like, also like my, one of my fears is like being stuck in the job that I'm going to be in and like, being nervous or just like doing the same thing that's super repetitive like I want to be able to like 
not have to look forward to the weekends to be able to see my friends, but rather than rather than just like live in the day and like, mm-hmm. but okay, great, I have another day to like go work and like learn something new, but then also I can enjoy myself after the night and like go grab drinks or go grab out or um, food or like try something else. Come home and cook dinner with your roommates. Yeah, I also I'm. Well, we won't for... be roommates, so we won't be cooking dinner together. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, no. You had to bring it up. No, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, like, I agree. But uh, I'm also really looking forward to making friends with my coworkers and showing up to the Christmas party and causing a ruckus, right. you know. That is somewhat a little bit of uh, a, something to worry about is, like, being gay and going to a workplace. Um, I mean, I think I'm a little more safe rather than you are just because, like, I'm going to be working in, like, an accounting firm and, like, I don't see myself being essentially targeted or like something like homophobic happening to me. I say this now, but we have no idea what's going to happen. But I want to say that most people who are in the business world are, I, this is a huge assumption and generalization, but they are somewhat more of accepting rather than like where you're going to go be working at. I, if that agree, makes sense. I do agree like with you. I do understand. It's a, it's a more progressive, modern, ever-changing field. Construction, I can say, can be a bit old-fashioned. I have experienced some things like through various internships and whatnot, but, and I haven't enjoyed them, but I try and like send myself into a positive mindset going forward. Like I love the company I'm working for. Mm-hmm. They pride themselves on being progressive. I'm just going to be myself. If anything arises, I'm going to stand up for myself and my community and have the time of my life. TBH. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you want to live in San Francisco for like, do you have like a set time frame essentially? I don't want to put like a specific time frame on anything, but I do kind of see myself wanting to move around, bop around a few places. I love the thought of, you know, maybe staying in SF for a couple years. And then I it's like a bucket list dead ass of me to work abroad. Right. Like as a real estate agent or teaching English or anything like that. Somewhere in Europe or yeah. South America, I think would be quite the experience. Yeah. How I about think, you? Yeah. I, I mean, my job is a lot of travel essentially like I know that I will be like flying across the globe just like doing different things for the company um, and just so that's going to be like kind of exciting to be able to experience different cultures in that way I don't really see myself living abroad I, I do love California like I think I want to live in San Francisco for a few years and then like go down to LA eventually and live up that whole like just beachy vibe the whole WeHo experience every day 365 but it's a lifestyle. It is. <clears throat> but I don't know. I think it, all, all in all, like, it's going to be a great experience to live up in the city. And I don't think we can go wrong. We cannot. Um, also, I'm from the Bay. Hello. But SF holds a really special place in my heart. Like, I'm from the East Bay. And I used to always think of, like, SF as, like, being across the Bay and, like, this kind of promised land. It's kind of on a peninsula island thing. And I literally thought of it as, like, the gay promised land. Like it's this <laughs> island that's emerged and you can make your own rules and be mm-hmm. whoever you want to be. So growing up, when I struggled with things, I had this idea of San Francisco as a city in my head. Right. And it's where I went to my... I've only been to SF Pride once and it's the only Pride I've ever been to, but that was the year between sophomore and junior... or the summer between sophomore and junior year and that whole experience. I was still pretty closeted. Like I... I knew that people had suspected it and whatnot, and I had told my really close circle, but it was still, like, such a moment for me going there and seeing that this, like, promised land, all this opportunity is out there. Right. And that we get to experience that. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we'll be going to Pride this summer. Yeah, I hope. I Fingers crossed that it's all open and somewhat of a a fun experience. Um, But I've heard some, like, wild stories from it. I've heard that, like, people just, like, 
have sex on the street and mm-hmm. there's like just like a lot of like promiscuity like in like the whole like scene and whatnot but besides that it's like more of a celebration rather than a sex like festival <laughs> like that most people make it out to be make like, it what you want it to be like right there are, i mean i don't I, i've never been so i don't know what it, it exactly pertains but it seems just like a whole lot of love and a whole lot of just being happy and smiles and joy and things that are good it's like complete acceptance. It's mm-hmm. all things good. My one experience at Pride. And yeah. I left early because I think I wanted food or something. <laughs> of course. But I kind of have this Pride bucket list in my head of like all these locations that I want to go to. Yeah. There's a, I mean, we have to go to LA Pride, SF Pride. I guess we should just like travel around like all of June. Because I think June is Pride Month. Yes. So throughout June, I'm, I'm, I don't think they're all on the same weekend. I think they're sp- pretty spread out. Yeah, yeah. So you like, can stagger. Same, yeah, so you can go to every single Pride throughout the, the month. There's a name, I forgot the name, but there's a term for someone that like hops around cities to like to follow pride? follow prides. Whoa. Yeah. Stay tuned, we'll probably be those people. I know. At least this like whenever we get the chance to go experience one and yeah. all. Hey, I'll be going till I'm eighty five. Yeah. But the last time. Like Madrid Pride. Rio de Janeiro. Yes. Oh my uh, god, that one. Tel Aviv. Yeah. I wanna go to really bad. London, I've also mm-hmm. heard. I want to go to London in general. Like, right. Where are some places that you do want to travel? Like, I, I think we've kind of talked about this already, but, like, we're coming up on our senior trip, and that's going to be really exciting to, like, hopefully go somewhere special and, like, and have those, like, memories with our best friends. Yes. Uh, we were talking about going on, a, like, a little Mexico tour throughout, like, Puerto Vallarta and, like, Cabo and Cancun and Tulum and Battle La Paz. But, you like, know the vibes. Yeah. But, like, I mean, we'll see what happens. But I also heard that, like, some things might be open across, like, the globe. So I guess we'll figure it out. I know. I should I should do research and not just, like, do all this hearsay stuff. But I heard that the borders in Europe are opening for at right. least U.S. travelers if you're fully vaccinated for this summer. So We don't know this for sure. We're, we st- <laughs> we're not good at fact-checking ourselves. Nor- don't take us as, like, a reliable news source. We we were essentially like, our, like my mother. Like, my mom's like... Look what I read on Facebook. I'm like, okay, Gabby, like, come on. Snapchat news. <laughs> yeah, or, or other people always be like, I just read this on Twitter. I'm like, okay, Twitter, like, is 50%, like, humor and, like, 12% bullshit, like, yeah. yeah. There's nothing, like, that comes uh, really out of it. <laughs> but if this happens to be true, I would love to plan something to Europe this summer. More research to do before we just jump to conclusions. Yeah. We both have this thing where we love to overplan everything. Which is a good quality to have. I think <laughs> I like to plan things like months and months in advance. Yes. I, and you're very prompt, which is a good thing. A to great be, thing. Yeah. And Dante's constantly late to every single thing. Cap. That's a cap. Okay. I'm not late. I'm, I'm just... going to insert a clip right now where our friend Stephanie is going to be like, Dante is the most late person. Like, it's like we're, he's late to everything. They come for me so much. I'm never like late or at least obnoxiously late. We'll be like, okay, let's meet up at 3.30. 3.22. Hey, how about 3.50. It's like if it was comes. if it was flexible, like that's something to work with. Three thirty ish. I'm like, okay, I could show up a little later, especially if it's not like my court hearing. If it's like <laughs> dinner, like yeah, I can show up late. What I are you gonna do about hate it? it. I, you're uninvited from now, and we'll leave you. Oops. I brought this up because I was saying that we don't need to plan out our grad trip literally as we speak. Right. I would, that wasn't the point of me. Yeah. Bringing it up. Oh, you coming for me was not the point of this. <laughs> but so we'll do some fact checking and we'll get back to that. Right. I guess the overriding theme of this episode was like this new chapter we're headed into, all things SF. 
Yeah. What we're hyped about. I know. We should have looked into uh, like places to eat, like little tips. Ooh, I have, an, I have a list going on my phone. Hmm. If you play your cards right, I'll share it with you. Because there are a lot of good restaurants. Right. No, yeah. we went to this place up in Walnut Creek that was to die for. Yeah, it was like all things Spanish. Mm-hmm. Spanish food and drinks. Yeah, and we got like steak and paella. Uh, octopus. Alcohol. And more alcohol. Oh, and some alcohol. Plenty of alcohol to last yeah. us uh, an entire week. You but, know us at this point. Yeah, but this episode will probably be airing right before Mother's Day, so... Our favorite holiday. It's a little trigger for me. <laughs> uh, I saw, I think it was last year, Dante and I saw each other on Mother's Day in Newport with like both of our, obviously, families and whatnot. And then later that day, I sprung the news on my familia that I was a gay boy. Homo! <laughs> Surprise! So that, I feel like my mom is a little triggered every year by the by the date, but it's kind of funny at this point. It's funny, but it's also awesome to look back and see how far she's come and how far everyone... Yeah. Completely. Has come in this past year. Yeah. I cannot believe it's been a year. Yeah, wow. A whole year of being like your true self and happy is... it. It's insane. Best year ever. Seriously, though. Well, Uh, thank you for tuning in. Another episode of Versatility. Coming to an end. See you later, alligator. Bye.